How do you build your life back up when you're stuck in a rut? After the impossible happens, where do you go after hitting ground zero? I'm Mike Draper, and on this podcast, we're talking about what's next, and we're bridging the gap between where you are and where you want to be. While you may not know why you're in it right now, my guests in these conversations will help you get unstuck and into possibility. Let's do this. All right, what's going on? We're here with the guy who can flirt with himself better than you can flirt with your spouse. It's the real Rahul Rai in the living flesh. What's going on? Hello, hello, hello. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. No, it says thanks for taking the time because I know you're a busy guy. You got dancing to do. You got flirting to do. You got towels to put on your head, all the things. Yeah, all by myself. All by, <laughs> that's right. Dancing that's by myself, right. flirting by myself. It's quite the comedy. It's quite the content. How do you come up with your content? Where does it come from? Is it your yeah. brain, the way it thinks? What you got? You know, like that's a question I get a lot. And I still have not come up with like my go-to answer or like a good solid answer. But really, it's just about observation. Uh, whether it's observations of myself in my own life while I'm actually living my life. Uh, it could be observations of things that I see on the app could be observations of things that I see in my comment section. Um, it could also be observations that I just see in life of other people. Uh, that's usually where it comes. Or then like sometimes it's like a sound inspires an idea and it clicks. And then sometimes it's actually, I think the last couple of days, it's really just been me sitting and just like, shit, I don't have ideas. I got to come up with something. Yeah, and maybe we have to like, maybe kind of like, uh, spin something that we've already done in a different way if we can, um, and see if that'll work. Absolutely. No, there's, I definitely have, I understand that like deeply. There's definitely different times I get in like creative ruts and you're like, oh man, there's times where I'll go with my, my saved sounds on TikTok, where there's like 1200 sounds on there. I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll scroll back for like 30 seconds and just see where I end up, uh -huh. find something. I'll do that. It seems like the, like, what are your pillars of content? Like, what do you, yeah, so I would for say those, for those that don't, for those that don't know, like Raul does dancing, he does comedic dating hu humor. He does like emotional thirst traps he does, <laughs> uh, a bit. I mean, like he does a bit where it's like him and his non-existent girlfriend but it's him playing the girlfriend parts. it's it's all good comedy but yeah so yeah uh i would say pillars uh one pillar is like definitely the relationship skits uh, between me and bay which is basically the towel-headed version of myself and then like i have a son because i thought having a son would be interesting because then like right. kids kids ask interesting questions and i have nieces too so like i can right. kind of use sometimes i actually just play them because you know, the way they grill me and the way they, they like challenge me in certain ways uh, is just too funny to not put up. Um, so that's one pillar. It's like these kinds of relationshipy, yeah, relationship kind of based humor that I observe and learn about through the comments and whatnot. Because there's so much that I've learned about kind of to some degree like what women like like little things that they like like gray sweatpants and seat adjusting right. and like leaning was, on stuff TikTok. i know yeah so tiktok has educated me in that way in like such a weird unexpected way um and then i dance so I, I did the, the gray sweatpants yeah no no i didn't know anything about the gray sweatpants. i didn't know that was a thing 
That's like it's like our equivalent of yoga pants, maybe. Yep. Like, like fitted, but they like looser, but it's fitted in certain regions, so it's like kind of, you know, it's like That's nice right. in right. some ways, I guess. I don't Mysterious, know. Mysterious, but not. But not. But like we can see Justin up. Um. Yeah. Also, with like rolling up sleeves, that's a thing. So like, you know, just like I, the act of just rolling up sleeves, uh, that's something. That's right. One hand on the steering wheel and one hand on the lap. Or one hand, like if you're reversing, one hand and uh, like on like I don't know if it's the back, like the neck area, or like uh, they. That's attractive. Um, so that's like so all that kind of stuff is probably one pillar, and that's either in like thirst traps or skits. So 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 there's that, and then there's dance. I dance, and then I'm also an introvert. So I've actually explored a lot of content being an introvert and why we are the way that we are. And then I would say like the last pillar is kind of just like content that I make for myself that I think is funny using sounds or using like trying to kind of almost like be a little more thinking about editing and thinking about like, um, what do they call it? Like cut points and thinking about, um, uh, like um, production value. Yeah. Kind of production value, but also like think about, I don't know. I don't remember what the word is, but like thinking more like cinematically. So like, if you look at, um, there's this guy, his name is American Baron. He okay. is, he is a genius. Even like, uh, Yes, him American Baron. If you look at his content, he does like a lot of um, inserts. That's what that's the word I was in for. So like the way he storytells, he's really like visually storytelling the way you would think uh, you would have to do with like a short film or a narrative feature or stuff like that. So 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 he's thinking of of ways to to tell the story beyond just like the dialogue and the jokes and the punchlines, right? So he, it's like, you know, there's stuff that it, he'll insert stuff with the, the hands or the this or the that. So he's thinking much more, I guess, cinematically for less, for, for lack of a better word, which I think is really interesting. That's really challenging for me because I, it's hard for me to think that way. But that there's sometimes where it does click in my head so I can make content that way doesn't always work but it's like for me and and i kind of enjoy that yeah absolutely so no i love thanks for sharing all that right those, those are the first kind of questions i want to kind of get out of the way that people are gonna gonna ask or wanted to ask or whatever really what this show is about so it's called what's next with me and uh it's really talking about transformational stories right so so typically people are you know either stuck in a rut and they want to get out and they don't know what to do they uh, are in a big transition in their life so like divorce they just graduated high school or college yeah or, uh, they're cha changing career paths or they want to take a leap of faith on a business they want to start or, or whatever it is um, and so like if you can th think of any kind of part in your life so like what what you do before content creation it's so ironic because I was like very against um, social media. Like I was, I was one of those people. Like, why do people take pictures of their food before eating, and why do they have to pose right. in front of like, like the angel wings and everywhere in LA, and like yeah. whatever? Um, because it's it just like I'm not a pictures guy. I like I don't like taking photos. Uh, it's not something I enjoy doing. 
So that's basically what most of social media was because Instagram. And then like the video content on YouTube, uh, it, it was like hard for me to figure out. It still is hard for me to figure out how to do it in a way that is as consistent because it just requires more uh, legwork and more uh, teamwork and more um, – it's all original ideas basically. Like, you know, you can't riff off somebody's sound. So, like, I was a, a kind of, like, anti-social. I wasn't really on social media. Um, and I was just acting. I was just, like, trying to audition. I was trying to... I was in acting class. I was um, doing independent stuff whenever I could book it, like student films, short films, uh, independence. Yeah. Uh, I was doing theater here. I belonged to a theater company. So I was doing theater with them, readings. Um, so basically, like, into that and still doing a lot of that. But now I have this other avenue where I just make my own stuff, obviously, on TikTok. So thank God that actually happened and worked. And Because, yeah. like, if it didn't, I don't know what I'd be doing right now if uh, TikTok didn't exist and wasn't an avenue that kind of sort of worked out a little bit. Um, I don't know what I'd be doing. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be really hard. Yeah, no, I hear you. That's, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. So, like, you're an actor, right? And so you do that whole industry. So I know it can be uh, you know ups and downs with like getting a bunch of work, getting no work for a long period of time. So yeah. like, yeah, just, you, gotta, you know, you manage your finances and stuff, which you, if people don't know, you have a whole finance channel. Uh, yeah. It's all about financial literacy. I tried to make it, I don't know. I, I, I like trying to educate people on the importance of learning about money as I'm learning about money. So I'm basically like, to some degree, documenting, trying to be entertaining, trying to make it less like, because it isn't, it is scary, but once you like actually find the right resources, it's actually pretty simple to manage your own money. It's not that hard. It's just about some key principles, and then you just kind of repeatedly do that consistently. On yours, you post uh, as consistently on, it's called the lay investor, is that right? The layman investor. The layman investor, excuse me. So are, are you posting as much on there? Yeah, so now I post uh, three times a day on each profile. Uh, I used to do like 18 and 9, so that's 27. But yeah, a day back in like height of pandemic. Like world, world was shut down. Gnarly, um, that's a lot, man. So, I, I do two to, two to four a day is what I do. Yeah, so now I do like three to four. You know, let's just experiment with the posts and like there's just throw it out um but, but basically three on each platform so that's six pieces a day and then I'll, I'll i'll just make stuff as much as i can as much as the ideas are flowing so like i have a bunch of ideas today that i want to shoot after this i don't know i'll make i won't make 18 a day but i'll make like you know four or five maybe six seven sometimes if I, you know if the ideas are really flowing so when you're like a creative rut, what are ways you get out of it, right? So like, yeah. if you're producing that much content, I understand how you can, you know, reframe different jokes yeah. or different storylines to help get squeeze more content out of an idea. But like, if you're if you're in a rut creatively, or maybe you have something else personally going on, or family, yeah. or, or work, or whatever, that's kind of uh, taking some energy away from creative. What do you do to get yourself back to neutral, or like, how do you get out? Yeah. Of I mean, to me, it's like as long as I can post something. A day, like I have tons of drafts, so I kind of have stuff. Like they're not – some of them might just be outdated. 
uh, content, like things are just not trending anymore. So at least I'll have something to put out every day. Um, but like if I'm in a creative rut, then sometimes like going on a walk helps. Sometimes like doing something else helps. Uh, showers are actually where I get a lot of good ideas. Working out sometimes. Just like a complete other activity can help. And then it's just like being patient enough to be like, okay, something eventually will click because of something I experience or something I observe or something that I hear, like a funny line or a funny caption that I see while scrolling through content. Um, yeah, sometimes if I force it too much, then I start going crazy. And then I have to be like, just yeah. clock out and take the L and come back tomorrow. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to take the L, like, it's hard, it sucks. It sucks, like, when you put out content, you're like, it doesn't work. So you're like, let me just try one more post. And then that doesn't work. And it's like, okay, some days you just have to, like, take the L (laughs) and be like, all right, today just wasn't a good day for whatever those vanity metrics. But it doesn't matter. I hear you on that one. I I, I feel that one. But And it ebbs and flows so... so much. Like there's yeah. some oh, yeah. there's some months where it's just like you have the Midas touch, and then some days you can't you just can't get anything going, and it's so weird. I had yeah. the same exact thing. Yeah, and then you just have to center back to process, process, process. Process has to be king or queen or <laughs> captain. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like yeah, that's like everything. Like ebbs. Everything is so temporary. That's what I've just come to. Everything is so temporary and it sucks sometimes. Yeah. It really does. Like sometimes just one part is flowing really well, but this other part is not. So like sometimes it's like, oh, the views are super high, viral, 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 but like no brands. So there's like no money per se coming in. Then sometimes it's just like, oh, brand, 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 brand. No, like I'm just dead on, it feels like I'm dead on views. Or it's just like nothing, nothing, but audition, 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 audition. So it's like there's just all these different things have their own like pattern of behavior that I cannot, I don't, still don't know when, how to predict or whatever. It's just you gotta, I just have to accept it for what it is and not like implode and like get paranoid that, oh, this is the end yeah. of this thing. It's hard. It's a very mental. Uh, absolutely is mental for sure. Like it's like processing it, understanding why. And like, luckily you have a lot of experience with like how much you've posted. So like, um, you know, how many, how much quantity you have. So you've seen and you clearly recognize that like, Hey, it ebbs and flows. Yeah. Uh, It feels like I'm hitting the same, hitting the same jokes. And so why aren't they hitting today versus like two weeks ago? And I know I have that. That happens to be very often where I'm like, sometimes I feel like I'm hitting the same jokes, right? Like ghosting for me is like, it's an easy go-to joke that I might say in different ways. I'll like say the same joke over and over again. Ghosting is the punchline. I'll say it in different ways or I'll do yeah. a skit or it'll be the sound yeah. or whatever. And sometimes there's like seven videos over the course of like the last 15 videos where they'll get, you know, viral for me, you know, well above average views. And it's like, oh, I'm killing it. Get, you know, getting a bunch of followers, all the things. And it's like, oh, it's great. And then I do the same style of video or mm-hmm. similar mm-hmm. the following week. And it's like, they're all falling flat and it's like just garbage and you're so confused. Yeah. But 
It's so interesting because I don't think anybody at any level experiences anything different. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. No, it does. Absolutely. hundred percent. And so the same boat for all of us. Yeah. You make introvert, extrovert content. And I, I do as well. I think I honestly never explored that route or that pillar of content until I saw your stuff like a long time ago. Like, and I was like, Oh, that's, that's freaking me. Like that's, damn, that's a good joke. You know, like, you know, and so then, then that, that filter of creative comes to my mind. So knowing that, you know, you mentioned you're an introvert and I actually, you know, I am too. I definitely come across in video as do you that like, you seem so outgoing and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do all these things like, yeah, I'm in my, I'm in my, yeah, I'm in my house. myself filming these videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There's no one fucking watching me. It's not live. Yeah. You know, like, what do you expect? I can go crazy. About oh, lives are like, just not my thing. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, that's so painful for me. So like when, when you're not doing content, like it's, so I, I like, I hesitate to ask this question cause it's such like a, some of the dating jokes that I, I talk about in my videos mm-hmm. are like, you know, oh, so what else do you do? What are your hobbies? And it's like, I fucking live, man. Like, I got bills, <laughs> I got my daughter, I got working out, I got content. Like, yeah. That, that is my life. So that is my life. You, and I'm an introvert. So when I'm not doing, like, life, I'm, like, fucking yeah. recharging. Yeah. Do so you yeah. have things that you love to do? Uh, I mean, it's very similar to you. Like, working out yeah. is super key. Like, physical health super key because then it it helps me like with my mental health yeah uh like right now i have a small foot injury it's not ter- terrible but like i can swim that's but, like, why i haven't seen you dance in yeah that's anymore. exactly why you haven't seen me dance in a while it's been a it's been a minute <laughs> yeah because like i just strained some muscles but like any sort of physical injury really hurts me yeah. like mentally and just like but i you know working out is important uh yeah it's so weird because i don't actually do much besides I'm the so like, like trying to figure out content, trying to like come up with an idea. So yeah. ask me, where, where do you come up with your ideas? <laughs> and it's like my brain is constantly on. <gasps> is that a quote? Is that a sound? So when I was at yes. FinCon, the Finance Creators Conference, just like last week, and like people were saying stuff during a speech or their panel list, their panel thing or whatever, in like. I would pull my phone out and like write down a note, <laughs> like yeah. real quick. <laughs> like, yeah, I got I got you know hundreds and hundreds of notes for that yeah. reason. It's it's so weird because I was just like, I think I was laying in bed the other day and I was like, on a usually it happens on a Sunday, and it's just like I realize, outside of my work and like the basic stuff that I do, I don't really have much else. Like I have friends and I have family. Obviously, they're back in New York yeah. and whatnot. But it's like, I, I don't know, it, like for me, it's, uh, I guess I'm in a phase of my life where I would rather just spend most of my time figuring out the creative, the work, how to get to the next level, next level, next level. Because right. the career is like so uh, first and foremost right now. Yeah. So like to me, the, the resting is, it's not that it's hard. Resting, I do rest. But it's not the same way other people rest. I guess like what I call normal people. Like they, I see right. normal people go to like museums and like, yeah. you know, they, they go to farmer's markets. They, I don't know, they get a drink with a friend. And I do those things to some degree, but they do still feel like it requires me to do effort, like put in effort. And yeah. so my 
my biggest way of relaxing is actually just like like I love going to the grocery store and like getting ingredients and then coming home cooking and then you know watching something or just uh, just just uh, maybe having yeah, a drink and like being. FaceTiming someone yeah like yeah. that's what I like that's relax like looking forward to like getting a box of cookies or something like that's a very lovely thought i love going to costco yeah oh yeah costco's a bomb not during like the high times because that's just annoying but like the way you're describing it it makes me think of going to costco knowing that like i'm low on food here at home yeah going there and like just Oh, I'm gonna have such a good lineup of food, and I got yeah. snacks, and like, like no one else in the world knows this is happening. <laughs> but like deep down, deep this down, is my vacation. I'm just having a blast. Yeah, oh, I freaking love it. Where like, okay, I come home, I hate you know unpacking it, all that stuff is 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 whatever. But then like seeing it like semi organized in my cabinets in the fridge, and I'm like, oh, I feel good. Like, yeah, I got food for a while, and it's like what I want. Like yeah. those basic little wins. Yeah, uh, or like, yeah, I, I do you, do you eat out a lot? Not a not a lot because when I cause when I do I get the bill and it's and then yeah. I see a bill at the grocery store that's very similar and I'm dude like, I'm the same way I, I feel the same way <laughs> I feel the same I way because I could I could easily drop like a hundred to hundred fifty bucks just on myself for takeout food just like yeah for no reason at all because I just want a bunch of stuff and I don't want to have to pick one over the other and then I'll look at that and I'll be like oh I can't do this every weekend because that's just stupid. And then I could just yeah. spend this so I could invest this money so much better through groceries and get more bang for the buck and get more food actually. So I think a lot of that that we, we talk about like we just like to be and do. And I mentioned the Costco trip. And honestly, when I as you're saying it, it <laughs> I'm, so I'm very I have a very low personal overhead, right? I'm in a I'm in my garage right now. You know, if I turn this camera, oh, nice. there's Ellie's Ellie's trampoline. There's these are just curtains hanging up from the oh the nice garage, the garage door thing that's right here, <laughs> like. Um, it, a lot of mine comes from not wanting to spend money because for me, I don't like the feeling of not having enough money or enough cash flow coming in, and same. And that that stresses me out, right? And same. so that knowing, so like when I say Costco, it's like, oh, I got things that are on coupon and that are yeah. It's like oh, it's efficient, and then like okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out because I have fresh food that's gonna go bad here in the next few days. Yep. I'm gonna focus on eating it here. Yep. Uh, I don't want to go out and like get drinks with whoever i want to see them i'll go get water like oh no i just my stomach i don't want to drink alcohol yeah really oh, that's smart. spend 12 dollars a drink you know that plus talking to people is always yeah for me like going out is also like <laughs> if i do go out then i'm gonna probably need a drink at least yeah which then means i can't drive obviously so then i have to right. consider lyft uber on the way there and back and yep. so it becomes uh, you know, obviously added expenses and it's just like, was it worth it when I looked the next day of like, Oh, this, 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 um, you know, it's but like, yeah, occasionally I do like to go out occasionally. Sometimes I do crave out going out, but it's very rare. Yeah. So like that same, same concept for me, like I think about that, the cost of going out, right. The cost of the drinks, the food, the expense of, of, of changing my routine is like a thing for me. And then for like alcohol specifically, I will like at FinCon, I did drink. It was a, it's a four day conference and yeah. meeting new friends and stuff and business contacts. And I'm like, yeah, let's have, let's, 
I'll write this off as like a, yeah. right, I'm going to drink, I'm going to spend some money. That's part yeah. of it. Um, but for me, a part of it's also the physical fitness thing. Yeah. I was overweight as a kid growing up. And so I was, I was chubby, fat and all the things. And for me, that weighs heavy on my brain, just like naturally. And so I go to, I don't want to spend the money. I don't want to break my routine, like yeah. selfishly. And then tomorrow's workout is going to be yep. semi garbage for me. Like that. And I, I hate that feeling. And I was the same way. Like, I was also selfish, chubby. So I get it. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. But the, the problem with me yeah. is, is like, if I do have like a physical, like right now, I'm kind of physically injured. Like I can't work out the way I used to. To some degree, it's like a downward spiral for me now. Because then I can eat whatever I want because I can't even work it out. Like it's just like, oh, it's like a, it's like a mental, it's like a psychological thing. Like you can't work out. So just eat. It's all good. And then when you get better, you can work it out. But then you just feel crappy and then blah, blah, blah. So I got to get over that. That's tough, though. Yeah, the moment the pandemic started back in 2020, like the moment the, the, moment the gyms closed and yeah. everything closed for those two weeks, like my mindset was immediately like, oh, shit, I got to change my eating like yeah. in, like immediately because uh, I'm not going to be working out as, as well. I was doing, you know, doing the at-home stuff and – playing with Ellie and you know whatever we could do. We got the trampoline and we got like a gymnastics bar right here that she plays on. And my floors are all multicolored and you can't see it, but yeah. multicolored padded flooring for her. And, and yeah, so it's, yeah. Recently in my content, you'll see me uh, walking to Starbucks and doing work at Starbucks. I'll pay for the Starbucks, which down deep down kind of hurts a little <laughs> bit for that four, $4 drink. But I do know the other positive for me is that I I'm not here at home, which is when I typically snack and eat a bunch of food when I'm yeah. bored or like I'm avoiding a task or whatever. Yeah. So I'll spend that $4 every day knowing I'm going to be at that at Starbucks for like four or five hours just working on yeah. whatever. And I, if I can make content out of it as well, win-win, less food, less money yeah. spent. I get a cool coffee, people watch, and get yeah. done, and all that oh, stuff. That's good. You can work in public. I can't work in public. It's very hard. People leave me, like, people, yeah. Well, There's too many distractions, distractions for me. Yeah, I just get too distracted. Yeah. yeah, I need to work in, like, solitude and loneliness in a cave, basically, yeah. to get, to feel productive, and then I can come out and do whatever. It's hard for me to work out, a work in people, public. A lot of people are more, I think, your your style. Like, yeah, be solid too. Like, no windows, no distractions. Like, oh. I don't know if you follow Alex Formosi. I've Like, he's kind of blowing up. I hear about him a lot. Yeah, he's 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 putting a bunch of effort into uh, social media for that for that reason. His, his goal is, uh, one of his goals is to just uh, create more impact, right? Which is, for him, he realizes he, doesn't, he needs more than just money to do that. He needs money plus... Um, being known is going to help his mission. So he's been blown up on trying to blow up on all the accounts. And he is, he's got, and he's actually like, he's got great. I think he's got great content. Him yeah. And yeah. Him and his wife, right. They, they're, they run businesses and grow businesses and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Like kind of like a, it sounds like a private equity firm. It's called like acquisition.com. Right. So they like, they buy and then help grow and then sell or sell off their position in the company you know, two to seven years later, which is like private equity companies. That's what I know. He's what he, that's how I know what he's doing right now. But, uh, 
yeah okay so okay yeah so you're just like me you and i are very similar honestly, yeah we are in a lot of ways <laughs> a lot yeah of even when we were talking in vidcon it was like oh there's like a kinship here that i understand there's like yeah. a understand there's a there's a subtext understanding of one another it's very interesting and then like our content in ways is similar well it's not similar it's i mean it is similar but it's it's i guess serving similar audiences i suppose yeah. uh is maybe one way to put it um in its own unique way you know i have a i have ellie right she's almost eight years old now which nah. is mind mind-boggling um i had her young because you and i are only a couple years apart in age so that's like the big difference yeah but you're also a professional dancer <laughs> i mean well like, i i dance I dance. I wouldn't call myself a dancer the same way. I would call you a dancer. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so dance is actually how I first got into the creative field and then how I got into, like, acting. So uh, we have, like, this family reunion growing up. As I mean, it still kind of happens, but as kids, it's, like, this four-day event. And, like, as kids, you're supposed to dance for the variety show. And so it was my turn to do it with all my sort of cousins and family friends. And this was like when I was, uh, I want to say like 13, 11. Yeah. 13, I think. Yeah. And I just like sucked and I was so bad. I thought like when I saw the tape and I just thought, wow, I, for some reason don't want to be bad at this. And so I would just come home every day after school and pop in like a DVD of like an Indian movie, of a Bollywood movie, and then just start yeah. learning the routines and dance. And I was also overweight, so it helped me like lose weight too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was like a great form. But it was like an obsession. It was just like, it was just, there was no ambition. It was just like, let's just get better at this thing. We enjoy it. And it's a way for me to, it's like a creative outlet. It's a way for me to de-stress probably. And it just kept happening, happening, kept doing it, working out. And then my mom, like three years later, put me in a dance studio, dance company. Basically did like Bollywood dance. So it was still more of the same. Um, and then we would like tour around and like do gigs at like Sweet Sixteens or like corporate events or like sometimes, so you know, big events in like coliseums and stuff for like when the stars from India come and they need backup dancers. It's like here. But after doing that, I was like, I don't want to be a professional dancer. I don't want to do this professionally. Right. It was just more my own uh, personal outlet and like a passion, but not a passion that I wanted to monetize in any way or, or, or do professionally. But it landed me my first yeah. acting gig back in 2009. And then I did a film. Um, and then after that, I was like, okay, I could pursue acting so acting somehow became like this uh thing that i like could repeatedly fail at and repeatedly go through the process of like the ebbs and flows of it and still for some reason not be um so discouraged and disappointed that i wanted to quit uh, whereas a lot mm -hmm. of other things that would feel that way like i'm also a tennis player i never wanted to do that professionally so but like acting for some reason always eventually became this thing that yeah i would want to do this professionally and figure out how to do that and go through the audition yeah. project. like just go through the grind of it yeah no, i know lo i love that that's it's like uh it reminds me of like any kind of 
ADHD hyper focus on this one task. Uh, I don't know if you're, I don't know if you're on ADHD TikTok at all, but part of my content is, is that, or not my, not my content, part of my FYP, my, oh, my gotcha. is, is, yeah, I don't make ADHD content, but I relate to a lot of them, but like the hyper focus on like figuring out how to dance and like, why can I figure this out? And why am I bad at this? I feel like I should do this. And then it had added benefits of like, it's a workout and you enjoy yeah. it and all that stuff. Uh, it's funny. I actually, I talk, when I talk to people about different types of content I want to make dancing, a, a lot of my audience thinks I can dance. <laughs> like whenever I do a video that's dancing or like it references you or, or anything, anything along those lines, like, Oh, you guys should collab and do a dance. And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> there's different <laughs> levels here, guys. Like, yeah. I can, if I, so there's tons of times where I'll try a dance, uh, and I'll try it for like 30, 40 minutes, breaking it down step by step, yeah. doing the eight count or four count, or I don't even like, and I cannot just, I can just not fucking get it. Yeah, it's <laughs> just, hard. I look awkward. I look robotic on certain things. And like, I just, how do you, it, how do you do this? Yeah. How do you do that? You know, and like, and I'll try and try and like, I get sweaty and I'm like, all right. And at some point I scrap it, but I want to, I, I want to go to like a dance studio. I've looked it up numerous times. I'm like, cause that, that in itself for me, so like there's, for me, it's like wanting to solve the problem of like, how do I figure out how to look good dancing? Look smooth, look so smooth and like, oh, he's just, he's just got it. Yeah. Um, but the added benefit for that one is the workout one. And then yeah. two, uh, it, it's content in itself. I would yeah. see a, like a story of. Oh, sure. For, you could, uh, you could join uh, steezy.co. That's an online, that's an online dance studio. It's all virtual. So it, it's all pre-recorded class. They're amazing. Um, I actually just met like one of the founders. I'm such a huge fan because like because like uh, oh, yeah. that's how I learned. Yeah, and they're on TikTok too. They're on. Uh, you'll see them on TikTok, social and stuff. But they do stuff like for beginner beginners, like people just want to get in. Like how? Yeah, and they'll like break it down, and uh, you can obviously do it at home, so you don't have to go out, and you can just do it at your own time, at your own pace. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that'll help a lot because it's helped oh, me too. Yeah, it's helped me too as a dancer because, like, I also wanted to learn different types of dance. Um, and, like, the choreographers that they have are, like, particularly – some of them I'm, like, huge fans of. And so I've always wanted to learn their stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's just helped a lot. I, the other added benefit that I love about it, I just followed them, honestly. It looks – I'm gonna look in the yeah. after this, but but uh, uh, yeah, Ellie likes to do some of the dances. She there's there's not a lot of content she likes to be in, and I don't force her to be in any content. Yeah, uh, I love I love when she joins, but I've noticed that when we do try to do dances, it's it's dances that uh, when she first watches someone else do it. There's been a couple I I might have shown her a couple of yours that were like some of the easier trend dances. Um, like, hey, here's the steps. And if it looks somewhat doable, she'll lean into it and like, all right, I could do that. If it looks just like too elaborate, it's an immediate no. Yeah. Uh, but when, when she feels like it's right there. So, yeah, I'll check that out. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. So kind of like final, <clears throat> final questions because I like to wrap this up uh, at around this 40-minute mark. It's kind of always my goal with these things to yeah. not, not keep your day from from making more content with Bay and all that <laughs> fun. Just she's uh, waiting. Is uh she's waiting. <laughs> that shit kills me. Um all right, so like if you were to tell someone 
that is in a rut, not feeling good. I know most of our conversation has not been about this, but I love to get yeah. people's insight on how they do it, right? So if someone's stuck in a rut, they just got divorced, they just, they're going through a change in life, not necessarily divorced, but like they're just feeling down. Like when you're in your creative rights, what would you tell them on how to take the first steps of like what's next, kind of the theme of the, the show, right? Is like what's next for them? How do, how do you get out of a rut when it, yeah. I, would say not, I would say not content related it's but just in general that. right yeah i mean i think you have to like i don't know give yourself some time to like mourn the loss of whatever it is and then you like you do have to have some level of time of like uh getting through that and trying to i think journaling actually helps it's helped me a lot um like journaling out just thoughts and stream of conscience and like developing that kind of a practice so that you have some kind of a way of, without judgment, of course, like just a way of, of just unloading whatever's, uh, you know, inside. And then I would say like, you know, adding certain lifestyle type habits. Like one thing I do believe is that um, accountability is super important and responsibility is super important. And so at some point, <laughs> like everything that happens to me or everything that doesn't happen to me is actually my fault to some degree that I have a part to play. So that is so because I'm willing to take that level of responsibility or that level of accountability, I'm able to actually give myself the power because what I tend to realize is I'm actually the source of the problem, but I'm also the source of the solution. So, you know, it, it's kind of like a very one-on-one -on -one kind of a thing, one-on-one -on -one game at some point. I think no matter how many times I boil it all down, I come down, I come back to this um, thesis or this conclusion that it's just me versus me. So I have, like, I have to initiate the change. I have to initiate the help. I have to initiate the respect. I have to initiate... Like it's self-discipline, self-respect, self-love, self, 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 self. So it's me having to do it and be the, the sort of engine of the process. And then I can get the help from other people and community and reps or whomever, whatever it is. So, uh, and then, yeah, it's like, I've, I've like, I just have to look at my own life and be like, oh, I don't eat properly, so I should eat properly. Like it's on me. Like where, why, like why do I, like why do I uh, keep going back into like these negative feedback loops? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I came down to this other conclusion the other day. It's like, if you want to be good at school, if you want to be successful in school, you gotta, you gotta find the right answers. Oops. If you want to be like successful in life, to some degree, you have to start asking like better questions. That's good. You have to ask, like, it's about actually asking smarter questions to yourself. And then I think immediately, to some degree, we all have, will have an instinct for the answer. But we may not like the answer because it's so brutally honest. And it mm -hmm. comes back to like, oh, it's actually my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so again, it comes back to that level of accountability, like... Like I'm injured now, so why do I? Why is my mo to like then give myself permission to eat whatever I want? Why is it that like when I get bored on a Friday or Saturday night, I'll have a drink, and then like the next day, 
be like, I'm never going to drink again because that was not worth it. But then the next Friday comes and I'm going to have another drink. But then the Saturday after, I'll be like, I'm never going to drink again. And then the next Friday comes. I'm, it's, so it's like, why am I in this loop? Right. You know, and then you can just like look at the loops you're in. And there's certain loops that are super great. And there's certain loops that are just not. And then it's about why. Why am I in these loops? And that, I think that's where journaling helps. And like you can find answers. Maybe a therapy, I'm sure it helps a lot. I've, I'm, I've never I've never done therapy, but I would think it's yeah. quite helpful. Yeah, having a third party person kind of bounce some new you know some yeah. ideas off of. You had a lot of good tidbits in that last that last little bit there. I mean, so you know, you first started off by saying you know more in the loss right of 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 whatever prior was happening right, and that can apply to anything. So yeah. I, you know, processing the fact that that last chapter you were just in, no matter what the topic is, it's done. Yeah. We're moving on. We're yeah. on the next topic. Yeah. But accept accepting that like, hey, yep, this is my new lane. Yeah. I chose it because it was chosen for me or because of whatever re you know, reason. Cool. Yeah. Moving forward. And then you said building habits. Build habits in your new lane, your new chapter. That way it's you're 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 setting yourself up for success by having these certain habits to move forward in that lane. Yeah. And then uh and then you mentioned the holding yourself accountable. So giving your space, giving yourself space to like fail, to be the yeah. problem, but also the solution, right? That's huge. That's amazing. But that loop, the last part you said that the, we find ourselves in these loops in life, right? And these loops can be like, for example, you gave of like the drinking each weekend and never do that again, drinking each weekend, do it again. Uh, same thing can be said for, you know, physical fitness stuff. Same thing can be said for, uh, I'll start this business tomorrow yeah uh, well it's not right or yeah or I'll, I'll go on a date you know, well this or i'll never date or i'll do you know whatever the thing is yeah if you've ever recognized the fact that like us oh, like deja vu or we're yeah. here again like, yeah 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 asking but, yourself the right questions and one last thing i would say like also another thing i've come to understand is like i think like failure there's a price to failure i think there's a higher price to pay for success and I think the highest price to pay is, is, is regret. So you get to choose which price you're going to pay and for how long. Because again, it's like your life, accountability, it's you versus you. But like the price of success is a very scary price to pay because it requires like focus and commitment. And the thing about focus and commitment is it's not actually just about saying yes to one thing. It's actually just saying no to a bunch of stuff which means you're going to lose a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of hard. Like I think success to some degree for a period of time is a very restrictive lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like if I want to get like if I want yeah. abs, like that's my idea of, of a successful body. I actually have to, I have to say no to sure. a lot of stuff. I want to build a business. If I don't like, if I want to win an Oscar, I have to say no to a lot of stuff. Cause it's like trying, it's like you're trying to win mm -hmm. a championship. It's like you're trying to win Wimbledon. Right. Just the level of sacrifice that you have to make. It just makes it very scary. It's interesting. I was talking to a, uh, since you brought it up a little bit, tennis, uh, over this last weekend, I was talking to, with uh, an, a U.S. Olympian tennis player for women's side, and she was at 
the finance creators conference in Orlando. And I got to talk to her a little for like a little while about her <coughs> story and how that happened. And so she dropped out of school. Well, not dropped out. Her parents took her out of school. I believe it was like sixth grade or something like, like middle school, yeah. 10, 11, 12 years old. And it took her out of school. She ended up, and then just training full time. She was not a multi-sport athlete, just trained yeah. strictly tennis. tennis. And and so she went to the 2008, so the Beijing Olympics uh, and was there. She's a professional tennis player and then to the Beijing. Um, and and that was, you know, that was part of her story. And she actually got her GED uh, at like 19. Mm -hmm. uh, but then she went on to go to, a, you know, a really good business school. And then she went on to go to get her MBA at like a top 10 business school, even though she had dropped out of school, got a GED, like yeah, that, wow. whole, that whole story. But like that level of focus and sacrifice and, well, you know, it was to some degree forced upon her, yeah. her parents. Um, but like she still enjoyed it and loved it, but there was still that whole dynamic. Um, that's her story to tell. And I, you know, so, uh, yeah, there's, there's, you're going to say no to a lot. There's a lot of sacrifice and yeah, all those things. Like I may have to say no to chocolate one day for a time being. Yeah. Right. Like, like that's the, that's like the, it's, it might be that subtle uh, and that small. I just had a bunch of Hershey's kisses last night. Yeah, I know. Like, so that's good. what I'm like telling myself at some point you might have to give up like the, the simplest pleasure. I chocolate almost like every day, man. I, so I, I'm a big believer in the 80, 20 rule when it comes to like fitness and food. Yeah. Uh, so whether it's 80% of your, you know, 80% good, 20% not so good, uh, whether it's daily or weekly. So if I have a bad day where all my meals are just like garbage, well, I got, I got six more days to fucking fix that ratio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. Um, the 80, 20. So I have chocolate nearly every day where it's nice. like in my trail mix or oh, nice. cup, you know like it's all like small but yeah I, I fucking love it or it's the protein bar or whatever it is uh oh, yeah. yeah anyway so so then the last question <laughs> what's what's next for you what are you doing um next for me is basically the same uh content 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 uh there may be a, a chance i do some projects in october hopefully they're still kind of up in the air but we'll see some acting projects um, yeah. and then like, weirdly enough, like the year is almost over. So I think right. I need a solid break in like December or something like with family. So I need to see my yeah. family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I need to see my old friends and family back in New York. That's awesome. No, I just, yeah. yeah, you're just coming to an end. Got to wrap it up good. But, uh, I appreciate you being on here, man. I really oh yeah, do. of course. I, will, like, I enjoyed it. I know you got lots going on i know you're an introvert i know it's like fuck man like all right i'll do a podcast <laughs> like all the yeah things. i gotta go recharge uh anyways next time i'm down there with, with time and you're not making content or yeah introverted self let's say I'll, I'll let me do some dance classes first i'll, I'll do a few yeah those those easy videos. videos are really helpful I'll I'll try to it's it's usually Cost and Mayer. I'll watch their show oh, yeah. a lot. Yours at, They're on Steezy right actually. They have a routine on Steezy. I think maybe a couple. Their dances are yeah, they're oh, amazing yeah. and they're all that stuff. Sometimes I have some dances where I'm like I could do part I could do maybe yeah. that part of it. Yeah, right? yeah. Like I'll try to get to a point where I could and when the right trend sound, dance comes out around the, the right time when I'm down in LA, yeah. we'll try to line it up. We'll try to line it up and uh 
see if I don't make a fool too bad, but if it doesn't look good, we're not posting. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm so down. Oh, well. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get going, and thanks again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this conversation. If you want more content and behind the scenes from this episode, join my Patreon at the link in the notes. If you want to support this podcast and never miss an episode, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It helps me tons, so thank you much. Now get out there and keep moving forward. Let's go.